You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. All right, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I am your host, as always, John Chapman, and it's all NFL Draft. That's what we're doing. Um, We are getting closer and closer to the NFL Draft, which is everybody's kind of favorite time of the year. That's Christmas for me. I love it. And today what we're going to be doing is we're going to be jumping over to the offensive side. We are going to be breaking down two different players, the best players, in my opinion, uh, for the wide receiver position. And we are going to be going through their film. I'm going to be showing you guys C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy, what makes each one of them so special. And for the 49ers fans listening that are saying, man, there's no way in hell we have a shot at these players, don't worry. We got to understand the top to understand the guys that are going to fall later on, understand what makes them so special and all those things. So we're going to go through it all. So this is not just for 49ers fans. This is for any football fan that's out there. And we're going to be jumping in their film throughout this podcast. Now, there are a couple dates that I want to update you on. Because as time keeps going, uh, you know, we're healing, licking our wounds from the Super Bowl loss um, and lots of things coming our way. First off, next week, February 24th, the scouting combine starts and this year is going to be so much better than any other year because they changed the times. Uh, The scouting combine usually started at 9 a.m. in the morning. You'd be having the 40s and all the interviews and workouts take place. Nope, they moved it to prime time. So you don't have to be watching film (laughs) during your workday. You can come home, relax, enjoy, and catch that. So that starts February 24th. And then right after that, Everything gets rolling. February 25th, franchise and transition tags start, which for the 49ers are huge. Jimmy Ward, also Eric Armstead, both 
potential options for those. Uh, March 10th is the deadline for the franchise and transition tag. And then March 18th, uh, you know, we're less than a month away. Officially, the 2020 league year starts with free agency, and that's when all the willing and dealing begins. Now, I do not think the 49ers will be near as active in free agency this year. I don't think they can. Um, April 20th is the earliest that OTAs can begin. Usually the newer coaches start that. And then obviously April 23rd, the NFL drafted Vegas. And if you guys have not booked your tickets yet, you need to go do it. Um, one, this is about as close as it's going to get to San Francisco. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be closer in any time. And the NFL draft is an absolute blast. So please head over there, uh, figure out a way to get to Vegas. We're going to be hosting a draft party, still working out the details and events on that. But, um, Come have a beer, have some fun, talk some football, hang out. We had a blast in Miami for everybody that came out there. That was a lot of fun, but I'd love for you to come join us. And for those of you that this is your first time listening to the podcast, I want to say welcome. Uh, Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. We're now on Instagram Live. We're on Twitch. We're on Periscope, Twitter, YouTube Live. We're everywhere, anywhere you listen to traditional podcasts as well. And again, if you are listening to traditional broadcasts, I want to say thank you um, through the podcast platform. But we do have video so if you're one of those people that just listen on your way to work like i usually do that's fine but when you get home open up youtube type in the 49ers rush podcast and watch along the film that we have for you so without further ado let's jump in and let's start talking about my wide receiver one and man this breaks my heart as a longhorn but holy cow C.D. Lamb is, he's a sight to behold. <laughs> Let me just say that. Uh, six foot two, 189 pounds out of Oklahoma. And the thing, here's what, it, the way that I do my breakdown for every player is I want to put something that makes that player stand out. Like, what is it that he does that's better than everybody else? And I, sometimes I'll put like electric or uh, ball skills or touchdown, big play waiting to happen, all that. Here's what I have for C.D. Lamb. Gumby with ball skills say wow a lot. Uh, when you watch his film, there's so many times you're like, okay, yeah, that's a good play. And then you're like, whoa, what just happened there? And if you are watching on YouTube or with video, you can see there. He, he gets a catch versus Texas. Three different defenders get their hands on him, and he is able to elude all of them for a touchdown, uh, all while tiptoeing down the sideline. That's what this kid could do. A three-year starter for Oklahoma. His stats are impressive in and of themselves. You know, he was the quarterback, uh, or sorry, the number one wide receiver for two different Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks and uh, Jalen Hurts on top of that. And a big reason why those numbers at Oklahoma are what they have been on the offensive side, it's because of C.D. Lamb. Um, 173 receptions, 3,000 292 yards, 32 touchdowns, 19 yards per catch or reception. That is stupid numbers. The 19 yards per catch tell you exactly how explosive this kid is with the ball in his hands. And, you know, probably his best skill set is ball skills. He's not the burner. He's not a 4-2, 4-3 guy. I expect him to run in the 4-4s. A 4-5 even I'd be fine with. Even if he comes in, anything under 4-6, his ranking's not going to change. He doesn't win with speed. His speed is good. That's not what he wins with. What he wins with is hands and 
body control. This guy bends all over the place. Think um, DeAndre Hopkins, Reggie Wayne, those type of players where they catch it if you throw it close to them, and they're going to bend lots of you know sideline, toe tapping, uh, lots of high pointing, all those things. And you could see you know in the film, he's the number one punt returner in the Big 12. Um, he led the Big 12 in punt return yards and punt return yards per return. So he's a guy that just you got to find a way to get the ball in his hand. Again, 6'2 frames good. He's a little bit lighter than, you know, he's not like your typical, you know, big-bodied X-wide receiver, even though he can play the X position. Um, he's pretty good against press and all those things just because he's so shifty. But his body control at contact. Uh, contact balance. A, a lot of times I was watching his film, and I'm like, dude, this is Alvin Kamara. That's what he is. Now, he's not as jacked as Kamara is, but whenever people make contact with him, they just slide off. He's able to keep his balance and contort his body in all these different ways that it's just scary. and it, It's very impressive what his body can do and maintain the speed and acceleration he has. Again, he's not a burner. But he does not go down on first contact um, very often. I, I really hope that he goes to a team that has a little bit of a risky quarterback. And what I mean by that is just because he's covered and perhaps he doesn't have separation, you could still throw him the ball. He's not one of those guys you have to wait for him to get separation. That's not who he is. He's a guy you could throw to right away, um, whether he's covered or not, because he's got to go get the ball. He's an ultimate competitor, and you're going to see that a lot with his body language. If something bad happens, everybody's going to fill it in the stadium. A um, little bit of an Odell Beckham whenever it comes to that, because he is electrifying in the sense that when something good happens, everybody knows it. The whole stadium will be amped up with him. And when something bad happens, he's going to be throwing his hands up. He's going to be shaking his head. He's going to have his hands on his hips. And so, you know, you wonder how much of that is maturity. And if you you want him to play with passion because he's a gamer. And the bigger the game, the better he shows up. His best game um, probably of his entire career was against Alabama. Uh, second best game probably against Texas. He performs well when the lights are on. Um, 50-50 balls, it, that's just, you got to get them the ball. It doesn't matter the situation, the game script, doesn't matter. Just throw him the ball. He's going to find a way to come down with, with the ball. Now, he's going to go in the top 15, should go higher, should be a top 10 pick, but with offensive tackles and quarterbacks and edge players, the wide receiver position usually gets pushed down, which we've seen a lot lately in the NFL draft. Now, you know, coming out of Houston in high school, if we keep going back, <laughs> the guy, he was the player of the year, the all-greater Houston football offensive player of the year in 2016. Um, he had over 2,000 receiving yards, which is fourth in state history of Texas. So that just kind of lets you know what he was able to do. 33 receiving touchdowns in high school. The kid, he, he, he's just juicy. I don't know what else to say. Um the eye test, he's got it down cold. Um, you watch him, and you just want to keep watching. Now, if we go back to the rubric that I use whenever um, you know he, he's out there performing, let, let me just say this. 
You know, I went back through all of Bill Walsh's uh, scouting notes and scouting notebook and publications he's put out there, and these are the things that he ranked uh, for wide receivers, starting with most important to least important. And again, I kind of uh, moved some of these around and made them a little bit more user friendly. But route running is number one, then natural pass catchers number two, um, separation three, contested catches four, elusiveness five, moving further down full route tree, catch radius, acceleration, blocking, top end speed. You have to go all the way down to full route tree before you have any questions about how this kid plays. Oklahoma has that air raid offense, spacing, and all that stuff. He does not run the full route tree. However, because of his body control, because of how elusive he is, and because he could stop on a dive and all those things, there's no question in my mind, and probably a lot of NFL talent evaluators, on if this kid can run the full route tree. He can't. Uh, we haven't seen it yet because he's never been asked to do it. So catch radius, that's a check. Acceleration check. Blocking, not the best, but um, he he blocks like he's 6'2", 210, even though he's 6'2", 190. Um, and he's mean as hell. You'll see some games where he goes against a smaller corner that doesn't like contact, and all of a sudden he turns into Debo uh, from Friday. He wants to hit him in the mouth. He wants to cause problems. He wants to do all those things. And then the top end speed again, the only questions you have, again, he's going to be a four 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 five guy. But you see him running away from everybody. So you're not really concerned about what his speed is with a player that has 32 career touchdowns and 19 yards per catch. Uh, he's just fine. Now, the video that you guys are watching, I pull off of YouTube, and I left the... Um, the title of these videos down below on if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, so if you want to go back and watch these on your own, you can. But uh, do want to let everybody know, uh, patreon.com, that's the way to support the podcast. Um, I load up, I think I did 18 minutes on each one of these players, 18 to 20 minutes, just breaking down coaching notes, footwork, um, release off the line, all those things. You know, I'm showing you this here, but if you want to go back and listen to the most coaching in depth, um, uh, kind of draft analyst type stuff that's out there and go through that rubric, head over to patreon.com, type in 49ers rush podcast, follow us. There's $8 a month. That money goes to support the podcast and, uh, really do appreciate if you head over there. Plus, the content second to none. You know, this podcast is completely free. And if you want to help us out over there, that's the best way to do it. So uh, let's move on now to our wide receiver two in this class. And again, this is all before the combine. So there's definitely some things that could change. And that's Jerry Judy. Now, we start with highlights and then we jump into game film. And the highlights tell you one thing. The game film's going to tell you something a little more. The analogy I always use is the dating profile. Highlights are like reading somebody's dating profile that they set for themselves. Oh, I like long walks on the beach. I like all these things. Yeah, right. Nobody does. It's what it is. But that's the information you want to put out there for your significant other, whatever. Now, what game film does is it tells you all the negatives. It's like interviewing the ex of somebody you're trying to date. And so it, we're, we're going to go with both because we start with game film that lets you know the ceiling of the player, what they can be. And then you work into game film and you try to figure out where the negatives are. What are the lacking issues taking place with this player? And with Jerry Judy, 6'1", 192, 
The thing that separates him, again, you start with that tag, right? What is the one thing that this player does differently than everybody else? He is probably the best route runner to come out of college in the past six years. You know, Alabama has been known for wonderful route runners, whether that's Amari Cooper or Calvin Ridley, whatever. He's better than all of them. He's better than all of them. He is a guy, he's Calvin Ridley on steroids, and, you know, it's kind of uniform scouting a little bit because he looks, the body types are similar, he played the same position as Calvin Ridley, and you go back, he was training as a sophomore in high school with Calvin Ridley. Um, When Calvin Ridley was at Alabama, he was training with him whenever he was in 10th grade. Um, Down in Pompano Beach, Florida. Like, this kid has been raised around this for the past six years. And, you know, you've got somebody that's a a two-and-a-half-year starter for Alabama, which says enough as it is, but it's just routes. Shifty route running. He runs the full route tree, very complex offense there in Alabama. He catches everything that comes his way, and he is shifty as all get out. Now, the speed, he's going to be faster than C.D. Lamb. He's not going to be as fast as his other teammate. Number 11, you're going to see him out there, Henry Ruggs. We'll talk about him next podcast. But... Separation with feet and route running, definition of a game breaker. Give him an inch, he's going to take a mile. 159 career receptions, 2,742 receiving yards, 26 touchdowns, 17.2 yards per catch. So, again, you look at, you know, if we're just talking about Jerry Judy and C.D. Lamb, um, C.D. Lamb is a big, he's he's more of a home run hitter, whereas Jerry Judy, um, Probably the lowest bust factor of any wide receiver coming out in a long time because he does it so many ways. He has the speed, he has the shiftiness, but the route running makes him a fit for every single scheme. Um, Every team's going to have this guy as their number one, two, or three wide receiver. The majority are going to have him as their number one just because he's so clean. He's just clean. You see the big plays, you see the speed, you see it all. Runs the full route tree, as I said. Uh, speed shows on film, and even if he comes up as like a 4-5 guy, he plays at that speed all the time. Um, he can win with speed. He can win with hands. He can win with shiftiness. He's just hes a Swiss Army knife. Uh, he, he is the matted, how do I say this? He's the matted controlled char- or created character where you're just like, I want him to be open all the time, boom. Now, he doesn't have the height or the body type of a physical imposing wide receiver, and that shows uh, whenever he blocks. He's not the type of guy that's going to be laying people out with blocks and all that kind of stuff. It's not really who he is. But his release off the line versus press man just makes you just it just wow. It's got a little bit of a wow to it where you're just like, golly, I want to see him against Patrick Peterson. I want to see him against Jalen Ramsey because that's going to be must-see TV. What he's able to do, and he does this dead leg move all the time where he leaves his leg out there and then shifts the other way, almost like he's doing a a kind of hesitation crossover in football, Um, but he's not dependent upon that one move. When he has speed, he's going to take that. Um, Football IQ off the charts. Love seeing him play against zone. Um, He will sit down just fine. He's not one of those guys that's just against man. Um, He understands when to sit it down in zone and how to find those vacancies, those spots that are wide open. And, you know, again, we're not watching highlights anymore (laughs) if you're with us. We've transitioned to the game tape in the Citrus Bowl versus Michigan. This is just game tape now. 
uh, looks like highlight film. And one of the first big plays of the game, you know, a minute into it, he goes 85 yards for a touchdown versus man coverage and just blows past the safety, and it's not even close. Um, Kid can play. Uh, He really, really can. And, you know, the the teams that need a wide receiver in this year's draft – Congratulations. It's probably the most talent-rich draft class um, if, since going back to A.J. Green, Julio. Actually, no. I'd say if you go back to the Mike Evans, Odell Beckham, that draft was probably a little bit deeper. But this one, I'm telling you what. If you miss out on C.D. Lamb or Jerry Judy, you are going to be okay. You're going to be just fine because there's just so many guys that you can go get. And again, for those of you that are joining us, just want to say thank you. Please make sure you hit that like, the uh, up thumbs up button, whatever, subscribe. I want to keep you guys around. Um, really appreciate you guys joining us. Jump into just a couple questions real quick. Lots of people. Like I, <laughs> this is awesome. Um, Van the Man, any news on Herd's damn back? Yes, there is news. Uh, one, um, he has been completely cleared for all football things and has been given a clean bill of health. I'm sure that they will ease him in, but the fact that we're in February and he's already fully cleared, that means that he gets to get on pace with uh, conditioning and weightlifting and all that stuff. That's great. Also, uh, if you listened a few weeks ago, I was able to meet Jalen Hurd's mom and family in Miami for the Super Bowl. We were able to talk to them a little bit. Uh, she gave a glowing review on his health as well. And so, yeah, it's looking like Jalen Hurd's going to return. You know, you look at what the 49ers have spent and draft capital at the wide receiver position, it is a lot. In fact, I went back and looked and just broke down the last three drafts for the 49ers. You know, since this front office took over, we have drafted five wide receivers in three drafts. The picks that we have used, pick number 36, 44, 67, 177, and 240. Now, I don't think that any 49ers fan out there feels comfortable with exactly where the 49ers are at the wide receiver position. You know, do we bring back Emmanuel Sanders for, you know, 8 to 10 million for a one-year deal even though he's 32 years old? Um Debo Samuel tweeted out today, please bring um, you know, <laughs> Sanders back. We want to get him another ring. That's awesome. But I'm not quite sure the 49ers have the cap room to do that. And if that's the case, that means we traded away a third and fourth round pick for a one-year rental, which I'm okay with because he helped us get to the Super Bowl. I'm not sure we'd get there without him during the regular season. We didn't really need him in the postseason. But um, yeah, Jalen Hurd's health plays a huge role into this. Now, I do think the 49ers will draft a wide receiver even if Jalen Hurd is healthy, even if Trent Taylor, who is out of his walking boot after five foot surgeries, um, even though he, even if he is back, I still think that we have to draft another wide receiver. Um, I don't think it's just going to be, you know, a one, uh, you know, we stay with what we have. You've got to get a wide receiver, even, even if it's late. And this is probably the draft to, to get that. Uh, I'm seeing Allen put up here 9.8 million for Sanders. That's about what he's going to get. Now, um, also, Allen's talking about A.J. Green. Yeah, every team wants A.J. Green. He's going to cost more than that 9.8. And the 49ers are sitting on about $20 million cap space before the increased cap. Now, that might go up. But again, if you're looking at cap space, uh, you've got to extend Kittle. You've got to sign DeForest Buckner. Do you want to sign Eric Armstead? Do you want to sign Jimmy Ward? Um, 
Ronald Blair, do you want to bring him back? Mosley is a restricted free agent, but there's a lot of guys do you want to keep around. Um, you can't have everybody, and so there's lots of decisions to be made. And again, I, I'm not quite so sure the Bengals are just going to let A.J. Green go. Um, you know, they could franchise him and just keep him there for their new rookie quarterback, Joe Burrow, who it looks like they're going to get there. So uh, lots of stuff to look forward to there, though. Really, really excited about moving forward. And man, if you again, please head over to the Patreon page. That's huge. And I'm going to try to start putting out a little bit more quicker videos like this where we go through all these different draft prospects. Again, I don't think there's a reasonable way that the 49ers could get C.D. Lamb or Jerry Judy. That'd be amazing if they could. But I don't think we're going to. But we are going to continue. Uh, the 49ers Draft Podcast, we're draft all the time now, up until the draft. And again, the scouting combine's coming up in about a week. Um, so super excited about that. Lots more content coming your way. As always, just want to say thank you guys. Really, really appreciate it. And, man, stay strong, faithful. We will be back with another episode here in a few days. And I think we're just going to stay with the wide receiver position because I think it's a position of need for the 49ers. And we'll spend more time with some of the options that the 49ers might be able to get at pick 31 or if they trade back. So thanks as always, and stay strong, faithful. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.